Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews contains adult content and language. into season four uh this is episode two of season four episode 34 overall for those keeping track that's crazy oh man i think we got a treat for you today folks man you can tell i'm rusty dude i'm like feel like i got a damn frog and a frog in my throat (laughs) yes folks we are sitting around drinking some swag getting fucked up just doing shows for y'all and we're about ready to do one of the best records i think it's the second best record this band ever put out um you know i would almost agree with that but with the uh stack that you brought me mm-hmm. straight from raleigh <laughs> from our honey hole down there um Th- that, that one's three for me yeah i know but dude some of those that you blew over back then it's like we talked about in the previous episode mm-hmm. we're like why the fuck wasn't i listening to this yeah but we are going to bring you today the fourth studio album by this band. And, I mean, it's the mighty Van Halen. Yep. Fair warning. So good. I mean, we're just going to bring it, folks. Um, the OG release date was April 29th, 1981. Same year as Too Fast for Love, our last episode. I That's why I hit mm-hmm. in our last episode. 81 was a good year for music. Yep. Uh, much better than these days, I say. Yeah. Um. Well, um. Let's start this show off proper, like, and say hello to our good friend, Mister Smoking Computer. Hey. What's up, buddy? All right. He's fucked up. I know he's fucked up, but dude, he's been working his ass off today. I'll give him that. Yeah, so. Um, you know how we do it on this show, folks. We hope you guys are enjoying everything we bring to you. Um, maybe later on this season we might have some swag coming up uh for sure. purchase. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. It's a possibility. You know, just moving into the new crib, getting the studio set up on a whim and uh Yeah, I feel like we're all settled in now. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. I mean, there's a few things I gotta get worked on, but we're getting there. Um, but hey, what did you tell me when we first started this crazy concept? If we can make it sound good, you're in. Yep, that's right. I think we sound good, folks. Yeah, I like it. Um, we'd be doing better if we had some certain other microphones from a certain company that keeps blowing me off on their emails. <laughs> but hey, for what we got, um, we're about as low budget as you could get. But I, I dare anybody to get a sound like we got. Yeah, for sure. So, okay, um, (laughs) I'm, (laughs) I picked the beer for this one, so, um, (laughs) I've never seen it before, um, and... Is it going to pair well with the record? I, that I could not tell you. Actually, actually, my wife, your sister, is the one that picked this out. Okay. 
So she seen it before I did because she hit the the swag section while I was looking for a special treat for what we're going to use for the next episode we're doing. All right. Um, but, you know, we're coming from Zanesville, Ohio, live to you folks. Trav is in studio this week. That's right. And uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know how to describe the buildup for this. You're just going to have to reach into the beer vault, grab it. We'll, they are in brown bags. Yeah. Uh, my wife, your sister, made sure she put them in brown bags for us. All right. And uh, this one's a crapshoot, folks. Never seen it. Should we dig into it? Dig into it. Let's go. All right. It could be a one sipper, or we might finish the whole thing. Who knows? <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit scared. It is a tall boy. <clears throat> I'll let you describe. I've never even fucking heard of this. <laughs> Folks, Ohio is the swag beer capital of the world. This is the official, unofficial beer of Montana. <laughs> but read it. Go ahead. Tell the folks all about it, Trav. Well, that's got a fucking horse on the can in some mountains in the uh, sun. It's... <laughs> <laughs> this, this, so, this motherfucker hits all the fucking parameters of fucking swag beer, I feel. It's it's a Montucky cold snack lager. <laughs> and it is 24 ounces of refreshment according to the can i have never has anybody out there ever heard of montucky cold snack lager (laughs) when my wife your sister found this i said montucky i said i've never heard of that fucking shit oh my god now i remember we used to call mansfield mantucky that's right you know but we got some Montucky cold snack, right. 24 ounces of refreshment. Looks like it's been around since 2012, maybe. Oh, all I'm going to tell you is when I uh, grabbed them from the uh, local grocery retailer, uh-huh. um, it was right beside the Genesee ice. <laughs> all right. So things are starting to fall into place here. Look, so this is Montucky cold snack lager. This is the official, unofficial beer of Montana. This is important. Now, I'm going to tell you where it's brewed. Not Wis- Wisconsin. <laughs> it's Maine, Wisconsin. Oh, man. Um, so, there's that. But we got some Montucky cold snack. And like I said, folks, it was sitting right next to Trav's favorite ice beer, Genesee Ice. Oh, fuck. That's what I'm worried. It's going to be something like that. Like it's just... <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, just, I was just like, fuck it. Let's try it. What if we what if we drink this and we're like this is the best fucking beer I've ever had? <laughs> then I guess we're gonna stock up on Montucky Tall Boys. All right, let's look. Right. Okay, see, folks, that was the I guess that was the defining moment in my life was when we couldn't find no more swag beer. I had to leave Raleigh <laughs> and move back to Ohio. No, there was other factors involved in that, but all right, all right I'm cracking the Montucky Cold Snack. Ooh, it's a lager. Hold on, we gotta give it to. It doesn't smell harsh. No, but right. it was sitting beside Genesee Ice. I'm just letting you know that. All right, I'm going in. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> There's something wrong with that. <laughs> oh my fucking Christ! 
tastes. This shit tastes like sour applesauce. Is that supposed to be a sour beer? <laughs> it tastes like sour applesauce. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Now you, I know why you, it was beside the gym. <laughs> you remember when you were a kid and you'd be super excited and get apple cider and it sits in the fridge too long? <laughs> oh, God. This shit is awful, dude. Oh, oh man. Oh, <laughs> I think the ice beers uh, might have a leg up on the Montucky. That shit just gave me the Jake leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck. This shit's awful. Here. This is for research purposes. We got to do one more thing. Oh, God, I'm afraid. Oh, oh shit. Oh. I can't oh. do it. There's something wrong with that. It's like somebody opened that can and taped it shut. Oh. I can't. I can't do it, man. You have to. I know I have to, but I can't. We got a Genesee Ice competitor oh. Oh, I think Trap just oh. threw up in the new studio. Folks. It's so bad. Oh, okay. It, I'm going in, and I don't want to. Oh, oh. okay. God damn. My eyes are watering. My dude, I'm laughing so damn hard. Sorry for the oh. shitty audio, folks, but oh, God, I'm going. Oh. <laughs> it's even worse the second time. I wanted you to drink it before he said that. It is. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, I don't know. The second drink smooths it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Um, I think the monster. <laughs> God damn. If I have a hangover tomorrow, <laughs> it's because of those two drinks of that fucking thing I just drank. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to. Oh. <laughs> the Montucky cold snack is not 24 ounces of refreshment because I don't even think I could get two ounces down. Oh, fuck. Um, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean that I'm, I can see why it was next to Genesee Ice. <laughs> that makes total sense now. I know, but by the packaging, you would think <sighs> that it was fucking some sweet shit, man. Oh, uh, it's it's bad. Um, but you know what? You owe it to yourself, folks. If you're a loyal listener, you need to go find some and try it for yourself. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oof. Oh God! Hold on. Let me get some good beer here. I can't get right. <laughs> that was so bad. Oh, yeah. Golly. Oh, going back to the Heineken. Dude, my eyes are freaking watering. Uh, so are mine. That's never fucking happened. The beer just make... <sighs> I can't even talk. <laughs> okay. On, on a scale of one to five on the can, the can's a tight looking five. The can's a five. There's no doubt about it that. It looks like you're... This is... This is what I get into. Uh, this is perceived value right here. By This is creative marketing perceived value can. You know what happened here? The brewer went into the marketing guy's office. He was like, look, I'll be honest. This tastes like shit. You got to do something nice with that can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, folks. I got to give the Montucky cold snack. Um, God. It's, it, it, what do you got? I... Well, we got to go above a zero, right? I'm not. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> can's a five. The, the, can, beer. the can's a five, but yeah, the beer's a zero. The beer's a zero. Um, I mean, I, I I hate to say this, but I think the ice beers actually have a little personality <sighs> over the cold snack. It's like it's kind of supposed to be a sour, and some sours are really good. 
But it's, there's something wrong with it. I don't see anywhere on the fucking can where it says it's supposed to be sour. <laughs> That's the thing. It doesn't. It says it's supposed to be a lager. That's why it's so funny. And the fucked up thing is if you f- spin the can around, it says that they give 8% back to the local causes. <laughs> they should give way more. Than that. They should give them 100% back because you got to be a true blue alka fucking holic mm. to drink this fucking shit on the rig. Wow. Ugh. Kentucky Colds or Montucky. Cold snack. Awful. But one good thing is, I love pairing a nice, awful beer with a great fucking album. Yeah. All right. Ooh, jeez. Wow. I gotta gotta rinse. You go ahead. (laughs) If you can. I gotta recover. I don't know what the fuck's happening right now. That was so bad. I think I just lost 10 years of my life on that Montucky. All right. So... I'll start here. Uh, I'll get us going. Album cover and artwork. This is my second favorite Van Halen record. This is their worst album cover and artwork. I give it a two. I just think <laughs> I think it's just horrible. I don't think there's anything good about it. I only gave it a one because it's uh, Diamond Dave era Van Halen. That's why I didn't get a one. I feel you. It's just bad. That's all you want to say about it? It's horrible. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to zoom through that one then. <laughs> I was on the fence between a two and a three. Yeah. I just leaned on a three because it was the Diamond Dave era. (laughs) And to me, it's a weird album cover for the Mighty Van Halen. Mm -hmm. It it really doesn't stand out at all. No. But it does have some badass Van Halen songs on it. And it doesn't even like fit like Van Halen. Like they're, it, it just feels out of place. Yeah. Um, I mean, I totally agree. I could have went two. I could have went three. Yeah. Or I did go three, but I just said, you know, because it's Diamond Dave, I went three. Yeah, I get it. But I will tell you, this copy that I have is an OG. Yep. And it's $7. It was clean as fuck. I'm, oh, shit. Sorry. It was the best six ninety eight I ever spent because uh, when I pulled it out of the sleeve, I actually seen the price tag still on the back. Yep. Um. Got that at the swag little place there yeah, in Raleigh. Yeah, I was with you when you got that one. And it's clean. I I didn't even ever disc wash this one. Um, I, my copy I reviewed as an OG too. It's in a nice shape, pretty much like yours, except uh, I was I paid twelve for mine. See, I got the bargain value on this one, folks. But we've talked about this before. Van Halen <laughs> records are all over, except for a couple. You know, 5150s, typically hard to find. OU812. It's harder to find. And then, you know, wherever you stand. I don't like any records after that. Um, but those, like, balance is really hard to find. They didn't press a lot. I know. But one thing about balance that I just seen, someone I believe was on eBay and had the acetates from the balance album. And if you can afford that, uh, more power to you. Which I do like that album. That was their last one with Sammy. Yeah. Before they broke up, um, I, it's got some good songs on it. Um, what do you uh, what do you think for strong tracks? Well, luckily the strong tracks are better than the fucking Montucky Cold Snack. <laughs> you know, the whole time we were talking, that shit's still in the back of my mind, and I, I can't shake it. Well, in the back of your mind, you, you can't get that fucking taste removed from your palate. No. Oh man. It makes me look forward to what we got for the next episode. 
<laughs> I hope it's fucking better than it can't be worse. Though. I, I don't. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far, but I, I I hope not. I don't give a shit what it is. You, uh, you could bring back Jenny Ice. I'd be excited to drink that. It's not Jenny that. Ice. The next one, no. And honestly, looking at the can, dude, I thought this was gonna be some good stuff. It's it's. I mean, it's not at all what I fucking thought it would taste like. Me neither. But anyway, if I had to imagine what that white horse on the can's piss tastes like, it's probably damn close. Motherfucker's running away from the brewery. He got out. And he's <laughs> yeah. fucking going. You know what? Maybe they melted him down and put him in the fucking cold snack. That would have tasted better. <laughs> oh, all right. So we're on the strong tracks. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it a four. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you know you may only know two songs off of this one. It's a fucking ripper for show. Mm-hmm. Spin this fucker from start to finish. Uh, yeah, I mean, like strong tracks. I give it a five. I mean, I think there's three standout tracks for me: Mean Street, Dirty Movies, and Unchained. I can agree with that. Which I'll roll straight then into favorite track, which I gave a five. For me, it's Mean Street album opener. I think it's the best Van Halen song. Period. Either era. I mean, technically all three eras, but. What do you think? Um, I'm down with Mean Street, and I can flip-flop from that to my favorite track. I gave a five, and it's got to be Unchained for show. It's great. You know, it's such a badass track. I'm not even going to elaborate. Well, you know, maybe a little bit. Yeah. It, it fucking kicks ass, dude. It does kick ass. And I that's, mean, that's probably the song that most people know off this record, I know, too, right? But, um, yeah, Mean Street, Eddie is doing some fucking ripping fucking... To me, on this mm-hmm. album, his fucking just... He just threw the fucking what he was doing out the fucking window and was just fucking going gonzo yeah. with new shit. Because I think at this time, they were putting out a new album about every year, year and a half. Kind of yeah. like ACDC used to do. Yeah, because this, what, Diver Down's right after this, right? Yeah, Diver Down was 80, it, 82, and, and then, then they took a little took a break. break, and then they... 84. 84, but it came out in like 83. Um, And this was the year Ted Templeman was producing all these at yeah, this time, Yeah, Templeman, right? yeah. And I think, for me, of the of these records in this era, I think he did the best job on this one. It's like I think Eddie's guitar sounds great, and then you and I talked about this yesterday. Not even this record, all the Van Halen records, but especially on this, Alex might have the best snare sound of anybody out there. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, because I mean, he always used what like four. Yeah, those it big was, Ludwig. Kick, yeah, kick drums, he had right? like two that was put together for each yeah. uh, bass drum, so I think it was a total of four. Yeah, and then he incorporated like Rototoms. I mean, he had yeah. like the fucking setup. You know, and yeah, then sure. then they even on the '84 album they actually went and had some digital drums. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. On that stuff too, and that's when we start really seeing some synth come into the, the yeah. band. You know how I feel about that. Uh, Love it. Travis loves the keys, folks. I do. Okay, so we are on track to avoid. Yeah. What do you give yours? I gave it a three. I don't think there's a really shitty song on this record, but I will say this. Uh, Sinner's Swing is it's just kind of boring. I, I think that's definitely the one to go. Uh, again, my notes right here says that Alex's snare sounds really good in this song. And notable about this song, Diamond Dave says fuck in this song. He doesn't curse very much. And there's no parental advisory on the front cover. That's right. Yeah. I mean, 
I did have a second one, which this song isn't horrible, but it just sounds out of place for Van Halen and on this record. I think it's probably what I picked. Go P- ahead. Push comes to show. Yes. Yeah. That's where I went. It sounds like a funk song. It just sounds out of place for them. Okay, so <laughs> this is what I said about my track to avoid. I, I, I gave it a one mm-hmm. just because I, it like, uh, center swing, mm-hmm. that was going to be it. And then when I heard this one, I'm like, eh. yeah, it just didn't belong. Um, I said push comes to shove. It sounds like a shitty disco porno flick. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and if I did any fucking research, which we do very little of, folks, I almost bet this was a Dave. Yeah. Because kind of around this time was when Dave was just getting, you know, he was Dave and he's like, nah, you know, I want to do this. And Eddie yeah. probably said, you know what, fuck it. Because honestly, like, um, you know, and it does got some guitar bits and like Alex's drums and shit, yeah. you know, and Mike, you know, it, they're tight. But it's like it just doesn't fit on the album. I don't think it doesn't. And it, you know, this is a short record. It's what nine songs, so it, it just feels like they had to have one more track. Uh, and yeah. I think you're. I feel like you're. You're pretty on right there. Where Dave was like, "Let's do this thing." Shake it up, pow, pow. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Because Dave, he, you know, he was kind of a he liked show tunes yeah. and shit, and um, I, I you know, I believe they was probably infighting yeah. around this era. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that they ever really did get along great. No. You know, but, yeah, um, you know, that's what I thought of it anyway. But Deep Cuts is where it gets pretty fun on this oh, one. Oh, yes. Um, What do you got, and how many Deep Cuts do you have? Um, I just went one on this one right. because, I mean, you know, the rest of them are pretty fucking solid. Yeah. And I I actually thought it was going to be harder to come up with a deep cut than what it was. But after I sat and listened to it, I gave it a three and a half, four. Yeah. You know, I can go either way with it. Um, I chose Sunday Afternoon in the Park. That's a good one. I mean, Eddie, you know, he just, he was fucking around with the synth. And he was just kind of, it was like he was giving you a precursor of where the next album was heading. Yep. Hint, hint. 1984 album which you know it just well and i mean if i had to i did pick two on this one Mm -hmm. i I just see it you know one foot out the door that's an ass kicking song too yep and you know it it captures to me that fucking classic van halen party fucking sound it totally does and i'll let you get back here but that's one of my deep cuts and then you and I both like this. It feels like a great bookend to start with Mean Street and end with One Foot Out the Door. Yeah, like that. that's that's a good yes. way to start and end the record. And I mean, like I said, you know, it just had to, it captured that because they were a party fucking band, man. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I thought it captured that great. Um, oh God. All right. So the, my other deep cuts. Um, I've always liked this song, uh, Dirty Movies. It's you know, there's nothing special about it, but it's fucking. It's a good song. It's fun to listen to. Um. You know, I said one foot out the door, but I mean, this song was technically was a single, but I don't think a lot of people know it. Hear about it later. You know, it's it's a good song, but to me, it sounds like this is where they were going. Yeah. You know, like I got, I got that out of it when I heard it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and uh, 
Mikey's backing vocals are fucking killer on that song. Yeah, but Mikey's backing vocals on any fucking Van Halen song, that was part of the fucking Van Halen yeah, sound. I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, you had Eddie and Alex, of course, yeah. but Mikey's background vocals were just the fucking shit. Yeah. And, you know, and those even did carry through even mm. when Sammy joined the band. Oh, yeah. I mean, yep. you know, Mikey's vocals, you know, they, they could have almost got away with... When Dave left, they could have just let Mikey fucking I know, they really could take have. over and been a three-piece, yeah. you know? I mean, I'm sure we'll get some hate mail on that one, but fucking bring it, folks. Um, So we on to production? Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I know you hit on a little bit, but uh, Tim Tip... Well, I'm sorry. That <laughs> That's mo- the Montucky that Montuc- cold snack right that there. That Montucky cold snack got me mon-fuckied. <laughs> but uh, Ted Templeman, men, yes... Um, you'll catch in maybe one of our later or our very first episode, uh, someone was a little drunk and could not pronounce his name, but I left it in there. Um, Ted Templeman, he killed the Van Halen party sound on this one. Yeah. Um, hear about it later. It has riffs that I was picking up on that don't appear until around the for unlawful carnal knowledge album and balance album Mm -hmm. i got i got if you go back and listen to that song you'll you'll pick up on what i'm saying there because as soon as i heard it i'm like oh my god this is like later van halen yeah and you know eddie was known for that too like he'd write a riff and then it would come out like five albums later yeah and um it made sense too if you ever seen what was that back when mtv I think it was at Cribs when it first started or mm-hmm. something when they actually uh, went to 5150 Studios. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. And that. Eddie had that whole fucking wall. And it was all the tapes. It was all tapes yeah. of like guitar riffs and shit. And yep. he actually wrote the intro for like right now on the piano back in 1984. Yeah. So that's how long he had music sitting around, you know, before we even got a glimpse of it. Yep. I mean,. The dude was a fucking genius, man. Yeah, no doubt. You know, that one hurt. That one hurt when, yeah. when you know. It was, it was a rough one. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> production overall sound, I, I give it a five. I agree. Like, these records sound huge, right? Like, the bass just sounds awesome. It just sounds big. Alex's drums sound huge. Eddie's guitar sounds awesome. You know, we talk about Mikey's backing vocals. Um, it's just everything sounds great, you know? And, uh, you know, what I am curious excuse me what i am curious of is so far um most of the van halen original fives i got are ogs Mm -hmm. now we're gonna poke the bear a little bit um when that big box store walmart just Mm -hmm. had their 15 dollar vinyl um my wife your sister was out and she picked up van halen one and van halen two and awesome record. I mean, them. for 15 bucks, I, it was like you couldn't leave them behind. Yeah. And I have yet to listen to any of the, I believe what the, those were the 200 or 2015 remasters. They are. Yeah. So I want to see how those kind of compare to the actual OGs. Yeah. Yeah. That, I don't have all mine are OGs too. So I'll be interested to, to see what you think. Like, but I mean, it's like, I found copies of uh, Van Halen 1 and 2. Yeah, they're all over the place. But, I mean, they were still wanting 25 30 bucks for them. And I'm like, I was on the fence because I'm like, you know, I want to kind of see what the remaster sounds like on vinyl. Yep. 
So I'm I'm looking forward to uh, checking those out. The um, especially you we're talking about Van Halen one and two, you can find them all over the place, and this is a good example. A lot of times, especially with those two, for I see them all the time, where the jacket's just beat to shit, but the record's okay, and you can get it for like ten or fifteen bucks. Which, yeah, you know, which isn't bad. If mm. you, a nice copy, you're right. Uh, an OG is going to be in the $25 range. Yeah, and the problem I'm running into now that we've moved back up here to Zanesville, um, we don't have any record shops. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, probably, I mean, we got one little place that it's hit and miss. I mean, you just have to make trips to Columbus. And they're, you know, the little place, I mean, I did score uh, a good Bon Jovi album from there for what I thought was a fair price. Yeah. But they had a whole bunch of Kiss, and they had the a Rat original EP. I really wanted it, but man, was it beat the fuck. And for the money they were asking for it, uh, it whoever bought that does not know how to <laughs> purchase <laughs> vinyl because I would have jumped on Discogs and yeah. got one. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to going and checking out Use Kids down in Columbus. Yeah, it's a great shop. They've, I mean, they've expanded their vinyl selection. It's awesome. All right, so we are on to overall listening experience. That's right. Go ahead. It's five for me. I mean, it, like talked about, like the songs are great. This is a great era of Van Halen. It's recorded awesomely, and our OG copies of the vinyl just sound big and huge. It's just it's fun record to listen to. Well, and you got to think too. That's back when they were selling out fucking stadiums, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these weren't like club fucking tours. These were fucking stadiums. Yeah. You know. So I mean, I gave it a five. Yeah. Um, to me, it's probably some of the darkest Eddie Van Halen riffs you will ever hear. Yep. Um, I think it's got great flow and harmonies on this album, and it felt like they had a great time making this album. Yeah, it does sound like it. And, you know, they were firing on all eight cylinders on this one. And, you know, I just, that's just what I gave it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. And really, it might be Diamond Dave's best record, I think. You know? You know, we both love the record I, and the songs, but just if you I, focus on him, like, it might be his best record. I think so. I think yeah. he sounded pretty tight and solid on this one. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, just the hit on it for a second um some of the songs on 84 mm -hmm. you can kind of tell eddie and them were excited about you know moving into a new direction yeah. and you could tell dave wasn't yeah and i mean they're still great songs yeah they but are. it just don't feel i think it, upbeat. 84 and this record are their two best records yeah it don't feel as upbeat as this like, one yeah it doesn't so let's go on to the have you ever seen them live no, however, I did see Diamond Dave solo in 1986 at the Marion Popcorn Festival. So you seen him on the Just the Gigolo tour? That's right. See, and that's kind of where I was going with on the one that I said it sounded like a shitty disco porno flick, yeah. uh, Push Comes to Shove. Yeah. Dave was kind of out there like that. He liked show tunes and shit. Yeah. I mean, but it's fucking Dave. It's Dave. You yeah. know, you just gotta, it's Dave. He's a goofball. Yeah, but... I mean, uh, it's Dave. Did you ever see him? <laughs> yes. Um, me and uh, my late friend Mocon actually went and seen him um, in 07 oh, yeah. when they played up at Gund Arena. And it was awesome because it was when they first brought back the reunion tour. Wolfie was actually playing bass with them. Oh, yeah. That's which right. at the time, 
I was kind of bummed because I wanted to see Mikey. Yeah. But, I mean, Wolfie did good. Yeah. And it was cool to see him up there with his uncle and his dad. And, yeah, I gave it a 10 because, fuck it, it was Eddie and Diamond Dave, yeah. man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, I got to say, because I, I, I was always a huge Van Halen fan. Yeah. And I, that was the f- time I finally got to see him. I mean, I was just like I was fucking the first time ever hearing Van Halen. I mean, it was just great. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Woofy, you and I talked about this. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the Taylor Hawkins Memorial Show, the first one, uh, when Woofy comes out and plays and nails Panama, like, I, that's good. I, 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 I agree with he nailed it, but I almost want to say too he made it his fucking bitch. Yeah, because he he's different than Eddie. You know, because Eddie was always jumping around and stuff. But Woofy, to me, it was like he just played it with fucking ease, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was doing it with a hollow body. Yeah. And I'm glad it looked like he was having a good fucking time playing it because I know all the fucking haters want to fucking bash on him for not playing it at his shows. Yeah, no, it sounded good. It was cool how they did it. There you go, folks. You heard it. Leave the man alone. Let him make music the way he wants to make it because we already know just from that one performance, he could play any song that his dad ever recorded. Yeah. You know, I mean, he had the best person. He had, I mean, he had the guy that wrote it and perfected it, showing him, you know, how to do it. So, yeah, I mean, you could tell if you, when you watch him play it, he wasn't struggling. No. I mean, it was effortless. Yeah. And, you know, just take moments like that, folks, and just let him do his own thing. I mean, you know, I wish he would send us a copy of the first album and we review it for this show. Mm-hmm. Or the, the new one that he's got coming out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, hey, Wolf, hit us up. Yeah, yeah. do it. But yeah, haters, leave the man alone. Yeah, what shit? Did we just, is that it? I think we just buzzed through another episode. Shit, that Montucky cold snack. <sighs> um, I do not recommend 24 ounces of refreshment. I didn't find a very refreshing Kentucky or Montucky cold snap. But can we can we uh, sue the company because I did not find twenty four ounces of refreshment in there. No, it was twenty four ounces of fucking horror. But if anybody out there can find it, go fucking buy it and taste it. And, and if not, <laughs> keep it in your fridge for your mooching ass freeloading friends that come over and drink all your fucking beer. That's right. And tell them say, Nah, man, I ain't got nothing. Well, I got that mm. in there. Go ahead. <laughs> You'll get a kick out of it, folks. You know what? Because everybody's got the one or two cans of weird beer <sighs> that somebody left at your house. And you're like, you can drink, go ahead and drink this. <laughs> you know, honestly, if someone was having a barbecue and they said, well, you know, you got to bring some beer to get in. Hey, take them some of those. Yeah. That would be a real treat. And you'll get a kick out of it eating their fucking barbecue, drinking their good beer while they're <laughs> stuck sipping on this shit. Horrible. It's T-R-B-L Kenny. And, you know, like we always say, we do not do much research, folks. No. Um, you know, smoking computer is very limited in his capacity. Yeah. He can't even hook the internet no more. I mean, uh, you guys would be shocked at what we bring you this show with. <laughs> I mean, you know, somebody out there has got to pick us up and sponsor us at some point. We'll get we'll get some new high-tech shit, but mm-hmm. hey, for now, it works. Yeah. You know, hit us up at Beards, Brews, Vinyl Reviews at Yahoo.com or on the Facebook page. Yep. And I think that's about it yeah. for this one. I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. And if you don't like Van Halen. 
well, I was going to say or Montucky cold snack, but we obviously no. killed that one. We if do. You not don't like, like Montucky cold snack. You you got your shit together. Yeah, you got your shit together yeah. over that. Um, but yeah, so he's Travis. <laughs> he's Brandon. And we are beards, brews, and vinyl reviews. And if you do not like Van Halen, fair warning. Dun da da da. Fuck, Fuck you. you.